The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Yahoo! For another day in paradise. Hi, Benny. Hi. Are we having another day in paradise? Yeah, we're sharing the beach towel together. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I get a little corner. You, you get, you the, get the corner. It. No, you, you get, get the, the corner. The... Ah! All right, you can have the corner. All I can, right. I'll take the corner. I'm okay. Because I've never been one of these people on the beach that gets annoyed with the sand. You know how people are like, oh, I get the sand. I get it in my shoes. I newsflash why would you be on the beach why would you be on the beach if you're like gonna worry about the sand like in in your clothes like in your shoes like in between your toes yeah you gotta lose that stuff you gotta lose it yeah uh and you know and and so it's kind of okay you can have look i'll take the corner i don't care about that as a matter of fact benny now that i'm talking about it i don't need any of the towel (laughs) I, i i'm just gonna lay I'm just going to go raw on the beach. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, my goodness. Now, that's I, I didn't it. know. I didn't know we were one of those type of beaches. I mean, I should have known that before I showed up. That's cool. I mean, we've been together long enough. We're, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to go to that secret beach on Oahu that my friends took me that's to that I can't talk about on air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't talk about the beautiful bay. <laughs> that they 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 showed me that like nobody goes to it's like five people go can you imagine that yes um <laughs> i can't imagine <laughs> so you, you know another day in paradise so you know the reason i say that is because you know one of the things that i discovered along the way and that's what my guests today are here to talk about too is once upon a time somebody said to me in one of those gazillion interviews we did benny everything is energy and I remember hearing that, like, it's got to be close to when I first started this, like everything is energy. And, and I remember kind of chuckling about it a little bit. Today, I have come to know that that is true. And what I've also come to know is that each of us is on our own personal life journeys. But the one thing I can say about myself and that I'm learning more and more every day is that if we don't have a sense of our ego mind's voice, how loud it is, what it directs us to do, consciously and subconsciously, what it tells us we are or we're not, whether it tells us we're well or we're sick, whether it lets us understand that this is another day in paradise or maybe not so much, then how are we ever going to deal with the anger of another person with things that are said to us, you know, what is really tapping into our soul that transcends all of that? Today, we're going to be talking with two amazing people that understand how to strengthen our, our energetic immune system. And I don't say that lightly because they are here to talk with us about not only what they discovered, but why in the accelerated pace by which we live, electromagnetic energy fields around us 24-7, why this is important. Today joining me is Jeff Casper and Jonah Brindis. 
joining me here today. Let me tell you a little bit about each of them. Both of them are known for their groundbreaking work in understanding not just the energetic fields, but the science and the merger of science and spirituality. Joan is founder and owner of Transcodes, born in Iceland, grew up in Germany. Uh, but more than that, look at the background in science. Look at the background in spirituality, whether you whether you know her for speaking, remote viewing, metaphysics, teaching, <clears throat> radio show, all of the above. One of the things you're going to hear today is maybe, maybe it really is all energy. Jeff <clears throat> is joining us here as well. And, you know, when we talk about energy and we talk about the sludge, better yet, Benny, the crust that enters our lives and we think we can go day to day to day to day to day to day and accumulate these layers, layers of stuff without removing them. Wow, that is just not going to work. That's why we call Jeff and get him in here and say, come on, let's get this done. But whether or not you know this or that or the other thing or what these both these people both have studied, who they've worked with, you know, whether or not. We, we understand the depth and the breadth of what makes them who they are. Their message is very clear. You're, you, we need to strengthen who we are, and we need to strengthen our energy. Welcome to both of you. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Pat. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. What a wonderful intro. Yes. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. Well, <laughs> you, you could tell I've dealt with a little sludge in my life a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a question that I've been asking for a really long time. I'd like to ask each of you separately because I, a couple things that I find of interesting when I look at my life and, and the people I've interviewed, the reason they show up doing the things they show up doing is because somewhere along the way, there has been an incredible epiphany or an incredible challenge. So I want to ask each of you this question. Given everything I've said and what we're about to talk about today, what are some of the challenges and obstacles that each of you has had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Joan, you want to go first? Jonah, you want to go first, Jonah? You yes. Go first? <laughs> is it Jonah or Jonah? I, I always get that messed up. Uh, you know, in the United States, people call me Jonah. Okay. My Name is Yona. Yona, that's what I was going to say. It is Yona, right? L yeah. Look, my best friend is uh, Linda Firing, better known as Linda Fearing. Oh. And uh, her father's name was John, better known as Bjorn. So mm -hmm. I I'm good with any or all of it. <laughs> yeah. So. By the way, we ended up calling him Bummer because none of us could remember any of that. That's funny. <laughs> but back to you. It's uh, that's a really really good uh, starter uh, for a conversation. Actually, if you look at things the way we see them, then that's the only question that actually matters. Is kind of like what is your trauma? What is your challenge in life? Uh, because it really answers uh, a lot of questions about a person, namely their motivation and uh, you know why they're doing what they're doing, what drives them. In my case. Um, you know, it's difficult to say uh, when I grew up in different countries with different cultures. Uh, so a lot of things became relative for me right from the beginning, like things that are okay in this one country are not okay in the other country. And that loosens up uh, uh, the way, I, uh, or for me it did, it, it loosened up the way I saw the world. I recognized that it really depends on the context. 
So, you know, to say one thing here is the right thing to say. And when I'm over there, then it's the wrong thing to say. And, and that makes you start, you know, trying to figure this out. Right. So I think uh, that's part uh, sort of, of of the backdrop of it. Like, how did I even get to this place of trying to go to the deepest layer of the human nature? Okay, why is this so interesting? So I, I studied uh, quite a few things. I tried to be a scientist. I tried to be a computer programmer. Um, I also have a, a career, sort of a side career as a linguist, as a translator and so forth. So these are all things that individually seem, uh, seem like different careers. And it wasn't really until I, I got to this essence of myself what it really is that drives me, that motivates me, that that makes me want to improve, that makes me want to grow, when I realized those are all just different expressions of the same thing. I'm interested in the human nature and the human consciousness that drives the human nature. And on my way, I've discovered a lot of pain, a lot of love, a lot of different uh, experiences that again, individually seen in the moment appeared as uh, drama, chaos, uh, you know, and, and misery, uh, but uh, seen in the larger context, and especially uh, with what I do today, they all made sense. So it's yeah. this feeling of wholeness, you know, when you, yeah. when you suddenly see everything had to be the way it was, all right? And I don't want to miss one of these mm. things, Okay, whether it's being a single mom with two little kids or, you know, like all these these things that we deal with on our journey, you know, the, the, having a lot of money, losing a lot of money, all these kind of things. You know, none of these are really in the bigger context of any significance because the, the core part of me, this true self piece of me, that has actually never changed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and thank you for sharing that, because what what I really get from this and we're going to talk about this today, you know, um, someone said to me a long time ago, one of the one of my mentors said to me while we were out on a vision quest in the desert and I was probably wishing, oh, my gosh, I wish I had some bug spray right about now, <laughs> said something to me like, Pat, remember this, the weaver and the web are one. Now, honestly, I wanted to just strangle her at that moment, mm -hmm. but it took me years to realize, and we're going to talk about all this today. Thank you. Thank you for that. Jeff, same question for you, but yeah. I, but I want to ask you, a, I, I got to give you part one and part two. Okay. I want to know the influence that Dr. David Hawkins had on you. Um, his writings are just phenomenal. You know, what, mm -hmm. what I found in those, and I wasn't ready for him probably until... <laughs> Um, I started reading his stuff in the late, my late twenties. And then I had to give it a break for a bit because his stuff, he, he's really good at, um, taking these higher vibrational concepts mm -hmm. of, um, you know, lovingness, unconditional love, peace, even, uh, enlightenment and putting some form of content to it. So your brain could kind of begin to grasp some of it, you know, at least give it some, some ideas. And that alone um, helped me a lot because I'm quite mental. So when I could do that and see that there was actually descriptors and then also on top of that, how he described things and how he goes through things to see that there was someone out there that you could kind of follow a path. And that's mm -hmm. what really he did for me. It was um, allowed that, you know, so very powerful writings, uh, very hilarious um, recordings. Yeah. That he has. So it's to me, it's been one of those things where it's um, if you need a course on enlightenment. Uh, yeah. 
if you get past the past the quirkiness, it's pretty good. <laughs> you have a favorite book of his? Um, oh man, uh, probably the That's yellow one. I think it's called Discovering the Presence of God. I believe it's I believe it's the yellow one. I might <laughs> be wrong. I love that yeah. uh, because uh, you, you know each of us. I love that. It's probably the yellow one because that's actually <laughs> the way that I remember his stuff, right? right? right. Uh, yeah. I, I remember that one of the yeah. I can't remember if it's the yellow one or another, but but there's so many. Uh, there's a reason I'm asking you uh, uh, about that and asking you about him. But how about you? How about the challenges? Right. Yeah, yeah I think I, I had a similar experience uh, to Jonas where, you know, you you have these when I was younger, I was definitely connected spiritually uh, through mostly religion. And then as I got older and, you know, you get to that age of 1920, you start to differentiate and you start to wonder, okay, is this really what I want to do? And and I kind of went through some big changes with, you know, I was considering medical school, uh, a few other things and, and all that stuff kind of fell away because it didn't feel right. The school didn't feel right for a bit. Uh, the medical school program didn't feel right, all these kind of things. So I kind of began to search right there because I noticed that the physical wasn't enough, that I couldn't just focus on the body. I, I got too bored. Mm -hmm. um, not that it's it, anything wrong with it or anything like that, but because it's fascinating, but it's it was it felt limited. And then I went through several years of just kind of uh, odd jobs here and there and seeking and, and trying to find mm -hmm. out what I really fit in. I did personal training for a while. I did sales. I did marketing. And but what kept coming back was, you know, the spiritual aspect as well as the mental aspect and mm -hmm. came through some of my own trials and tribulations of dealing with pains and traumas like Yona mentioned. But in the end, what came back was these that seeking, that there's something greater than us, that there's something past this life that um, when aligned to everything changes. And yeah. as I had those experiences, little blips here and there, mm -hmm. I realized that, you know, the, the calling was really there to go into the spiritual path, but more so the consciousness path, you know, mm -hmm. to keep more uh, neutral and more open. And that's really what happened to me. It was kind of a kind of a circling back on what really mattered to me as a child, mm -hmm. but um, in a different way. Well, uh, do you find it interesting that you both are, are here together and that you have connected your energies to do this body of work? Well, it's something that we found out that actually when we work together, that mm -hmm. the sum of both our parts, of both mm -hmm. our natures that we bring in and part of that also has to do with the masculine and the feminine energies mm -hmm. that we bring in that it's somehow more than mm -hmm. we just work as individuals so we, we work together um, but we both grew through another in yes. that way that we added these these elements to another we were both students of Hawkins we were both students of other teachers so mm -hmm. We had the same foundation, but our translation was different. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where our clients benefit the most. Isn't that interesting that three of us have Hawkins in common? That mm -hmm. is. I didn't know. Do you find that, that interesting? That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's very rare that I find. I, I actually don't even bring it up. I mean, think about me. 15 years, 9,000 interviews. Mm -hmm. And the one person I regret not even had having an interview is him. Right. Uh, but I really actually wasn't aware enough to figure out that that would have been a thing to do, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. That's but cool, I, I, the reason I'm talking about this is I want to go back to a comment I said before, and I love that you're talking about the masculine and feminine energy, because I got to tell you, some days I'm the windshield and some days I'm the bug. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm not even sure what days those are. Mm -hmm. Um but I made a comment before, and, and I think this is going to open up to what we're talking about here today. 
the comment I made before isn't just a comment. It's based on my own life experience. Six months after doing this, I came down with a mystery disease on April 1st of 04. Okay. And it was, it was serious. Um, but I didn't understand what we're about to talk about now. I didn't understand that from a conventional medical point of view or science point of view, you fit into a box and they say, yeah, we're going to throw you over here in this box. But that's when my spiritual journey really began. Even though I had been introduced to Hawkins and others, it didn't begin then. So I want to ask you, here we are today in, in the United States. I can only talk about the U.S., but it's worldwide. And we're going through a level of energetic woundedness. And I want to ask you about this because you've created a way for us to really raise up and up level and heal and, and and cleanse our energy field. Does it begin with us as individually or do we need something more surgical? Uh, who, who wants to start with that? You go ahead, hon. <laughs> I, I, okay, there's been so many things in that one question. I know. I just should have told you about me. No, no, but great. it's it's lovely. It's lovely for us because yes. this is the depth that we like to to explore and like to communicate. First, Pat, I want to come back to something that you said in the beginning, and that was everything is energy. And mm-hmm. I think this is uh, the part here that uh, it, it sets the, the overall context here for this conversation. Everything is energy. Everything can transform. Any everything can heal. All right. The understanding the mechanics of healing. Um, from an energetic point of view, is quite simple. It's when you raise the frequency of something that is low into a higher frequency. That is what he, even medication does that, yeah. even surgery, yeah. no matter what kind of treatment, quote-unquote, you use, is always there to help the body to vibrate in a higher state so that its own self-healing abilities, its own self-healing skills can kick in all right there are certain thresholds that when you below a certain threshold your your own self-healing can't kick in so this is when we need external help right and uh, medical doctors uh, therapists medication you know the classical i don't i had to i have to paraphrase i don't remember how you said it but the classical treatments the boxes that you're talking about right They operate on a physical manipulation, not physical as in um, necessarily directly as touch or or surgery. But, uh, you know, this is our human interpretation is that, okay, then we have to do something from the external, all right, to change that, to change that person, either the the, bio, the biochemistry or the, the whatever, the way the bones or the way the, the blood or, you know, this is, this is the, the classical way of treatment is a, a form of outer external manipulation of something. And this is where we, are, we all get a little stuck sometimes because when you look at it from within, uh, this this energy world, yeah. When, when you see everything as vibration, you recognize that it's actually the much smarter way to start from inside out, uh, not to exclude classical uh, treatment or anything. But uh, what energy work, this whole energy awareness movement that is that is starting here, 
today. Uh, What this brings in is the awareness that uh, without external manipulation, I can shift, I can learn to shift my energy, I can learn the skills that I need to better master and better manage my energy so that the my chances of healing and the conditions of healing are so much better. All right. And here's where Hawkins comes in. Yeah. Because see, this is for me, Hawkins was uh, the teacher that I needed to, to give the whole uh, sort of detail work that, and detail research that I had done over the years, a framework. And that yeah. is, you look at everything as an energetic state. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a lot easier for the mind to get it. Because if we talk about like, oh, yeah, and healing and energy, you know, people think it's like woo-woo, you know, and they immediately get sort of tangled up in their minds. If you give them a framework, you know, where you say, okay, when you are feeling pain, when you are feeling anger, when you're feeling fear, when you are feeling guilt, when you're feeling these and these kind of things, or when you're sensing these and these kind of things, your energetic state is that. So you help a person to identify their own state, which then gives them the beginning of of something like a navigation of a roadmap. Then they know they need to, you know, get this to a higher level so that they can start feeling better. And this is what Hawkins did for us. It gave us the framework. You know, we used this this map of consciousness uh, for quite interesting research, actually. You'd be interested to see how we apply this. Yes, yes. I'm hoping we talk about it. Because, you know, I think one of the things that I love about this, and and Jeff, I want to get to you, is that it's interesting that the three of us are here, you know, talking about this and are on the path we're on. And somehow, David Hawkins had some kind of influence in us. I know for me that, you know, I can't remember the year, but it was a long time ago, and I have the original copy copy of power versus force. I remember somebody gave me that book and it became my credo, my manifest. It became my thing. But I must say it took me a lot of years to really, really understand it. Right. Mm -hmm. But more than understand it, that's really cognitive, isn't it? But to live it, to feel it, to breathe it. And I think, Yona, that's what you were talking about. It's an energetic life force. However, look at us. We're also researchers, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff, right? Is that too weird? <laughs> oh, not. I think it's, well, you know, we're all obviously, I mean, we all picked a path that's, uh, you know, spiritual based, you know, some yeah. kind. And, and um, Hawkins work does a great job it, mm-hmm. when you have that much, because he speaks a lot of truth and he has a really um, down to earth way of doing that. And we've implied that to what we do. You, you definitely have been affected by it. And obviously it probably affects a lot of your shows. You know, but it the whole key of that of you know working on trying to heal our body is that that type of work, Hawkins' work, kind of what we do, all aligns to looking at the body as energy, looking at the body as where we resonate at, mm-hmm. because what that does when you know where you resonate at, you kind of know what you're looking for. You're looking for you're like you know what you, what's going to happen to you. You kind of know what what what's possible, and you know it's also possible to change, and that's key for healing. If you can change. Even your outlook of a horrifying disease can be uh, life-altering. Yeah. I I mean, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how each of us can do that, right? How we can strengthen our our energetic immune system. And one of the things that also I'm really struck by is I think about where I was 15 years ago, right? When 
this started for me, right? I dialed the wrong phone number. That's why I'm here today. Um, yeah, seriously. I, you know what's really funny? Dial the wrong phone number, dialed accidentally into an internet-only radio station in 2003. Can you even remember that? Right, yeah. <laughs> Within 10 minutes, I pull out a credit card and I pay $10,000 for 13 one-hour shows. My friends wanted to have me committed. <laughs> what kind of radio show was that <laughs> no uh, it, it didn't matter well I had just been doing crust busting so my original show was never called the Dr. Pat show it was oh. called crust busting your way to an awesome life it was a great show I mean we're like even in Christina Aguilera's bio but you see the influence of a Hawkins and mm. my spiritual journey enabled me at one of the lowest times in my life to not even question that. And I can't really under explain it, but you both can. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to take a short break. But before we do, can you tell folks how can they find out more about you for sure and about your radio show and all the other things? Let's give them the website if we could. Yeah, the website is um, transcodes.com. And you can also find us on YouTube or on Instagram. YouTube is probably the best place uh, to get an overview of our work because there's a lot of educational videos there there's a lot of uh, you know workshops that we do and so forth that's a good overview but for programs and sessions and so forth it's uh, www.transcodes.com yeah and the other thing i want to say to everybody uh before you hop over to youtube make sure you look at this and follow them on their social media platform but more importantly check out their blog when you go to their website if if I look, here's what I want to ask you. I guarantee you, if you start to look at their blogs, it will be an hour before you turn the page <laughs> and get out. I get, I can guarantee you that. Okay, maybe it's just my addiction. Uh, <laughs> it's probably me. It's my addictive personality. It's probably me. So thank you for saying that. Nobody reads anymore. <laughs> oh my god. But you know, now we can like read them on the phone. So you right. know what? So so here's what's interesting. We didn't just start a radio show. We also built a network. And our, tech, our network, because I started in a digital platform, the whole infrastructure of our technology is not like any other radio network because we didn't really do this. I didn't do this to become a radio host. I just wanted to help people. And you're in the same situation. So imagine your blogs turning into very simply artificial intelligent apps. I'll talk to you about that during the break. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. 
Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's accelerated program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. If you have a sense that you are meant for more, Join Heather Allison every third Tuesday at noon Pacific as she explores an ancient, forgotten energy within us and helps us access our original archetypal blueprint. The Golden Path will help you remember the key to unlocking your life, love, success, and magic you were meant for. A key to unlocking your golden path. Visit heather-allison.com. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. Darcy Pariso is your connection to spirit, energy, and healing. You can meet Darcy in person at upcoming events throughout Seattle. Do you have questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit DarcyPariso.com events. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Benny, who is that? You know Rihanna, don't you? I was going to ask you that. I was going to like, where has she been? She's probably just taking a little break. You know, she was on, you know, the hot She's taking like a, a break. She's like retired. Yeah, in like you know, artist <laughs> world, sure. I think she's making movies. That's that, what she's doing. That's She's like, too. okay, I know how to sing, but, you know, like put me in a movie. I would. That's me. I would totally entertain the idea if you were uh, able to stop by the studio and say hi to me. I'll call her. Do it. Okay, I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Deepak's gonna come by. <laughs> Just as equally as good. Yeah. Oh, come on! Deepak That's... is the Rihanna of this. Of the. In- Never mind. Did I say that? Yeah. Okay, we gotta bleep that out. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Look. Okay, you guys. Isn't this funny? Are we having fun? Um, go to the website because I think this is important. You know. I really do mean everything is energy. And so I'm struck by energy when I go to somebody's website or when I look at an app or when I I plug into a blog or radio show, a podcast, whatever it is, or, you know, there's something that calls to me. And so there's a reason when you look at something and you say, wait a minute, they're offering energy sessions and you, and you're automatically drawn in. And that's what happens when you go to trans codes T-R-A-N-S, codes, C-O-D-E-S, dot com. When you go there, you're not going to be also visually raised up. The messaging 
is so powerful for the day and times we live in. It's, you know, whether you're looking at self-healing or you're looking at maybe a life that needs a B12 shot, because that's the way I look at my life. And there are some days that I could use a giant energetic B12 shot. But today, we're also, from both of you, thank you both, we're going to talk about how do we strengthen our energetic immune system. Because one of the things that I'm committed to is I just don't want folks to step in the potholes that I've stepped in in my life. If there's something we could say to folks today to help them rise up, to help them understand that they have such incredible power within then this is the forum for us to do it. Don't you both agree? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So how do we strengthen this? Who wants to start? Where do we want to go with that? I want to talk about the ego mind. Okay. You go ahead, hon. I'll start. I mean, the, you know what? The first thought that come, came up when you were doing the intro yet, uh, yeah. just right now, was like, okay. I, my mind kept thinking, well, why is this so hard for people to understand? Oh, yeah, I remember. Because... It's so hard to go there. We have to self-reflect. We have to go, go. And look at ourselves. And this is really what we help people with. We, we develop, we, we've developed a, a bunch of programs and courses. And mm-hmm. it's like we do, we do energy sessions. You like baking bread. It's like a gym for, for self-healing and energy courses on all levels. Uh, we work with professionals to help them integrate energy work. We work uh, with addicts. We work with trauma clients we work with uh, people who just want to know uh, you know how to uh, have a more meaningful life but what is it actually that is holding us back i love this word crust busting actually <laughs> uh, i gotta tell you that that really resonated with me uh, yeah that's what it is it's it's the crust all right and if there's anything that jeff and i have learned about this and this has to do with with how we approach this is that the first thing that we tell people is that this life's journey, regardless of where you're from, what your beliefs are, you know, if you're atheist or if you have uh, spiritual beliefs already, or it, it doesn't matter what culture, whatever, is that if you want to be happy in life, if you want to have these things that that matter the most to you, which is connectiveness, you know, with other people, relationships, family, and so forth, which is freedom, you know, the freedom to determine your time, to have enough money to, 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 um, you know, have experiences, to buy experiences, and then fulfillment. If this is what you're here for, if you can recognize this, then you're looking at a journey of letting go. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a journey of letting go. You are the sculpture within the granite block, and your journey is going to be the chipping off the crust, the crud, or whatever you want to call this. My favorite book, my favorite Hawkins book, is the last one. It's a yellow one too, the letting go one. Yes, I was going to. That's what I thought Jeff mm-hmm. meant, but I guess not, right? <laughs> two yellow ones, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's really it, it, people come approach this uh, journey. This life, all right. Well, first of all, they see themselves as a, as a body with a soul, all right. And that's the first uh, sort of misconception that we try to address by, by turning this around and say, okay, look, you know, no matter how you look at it, it you're not a body with a soul. You didn't make yourself 
you didn't make yourself exist okay the body didn't just out of nowhere poofed here okay you're a soul with a body okay and your body is your vehicle and you have uh, your senses you know several of them and uh, you have uh, sensing and feeling and emoting and thinking and acting you know that this is this is all you this is your toolbox all right but when it comes to like really uh, reaching these these goals in life, you know, uh, freedom, uh, connection, and uh, fulfillment, uh, then it, the hardest part is to look at what is holding us back from mm-hmm. doing that. So it's it, you know one thing, of course, to to come from a place of trauma. There, it's obvious, you know, you know that there is something wrong. Uh, you know, and that something has to be changed. You might, may or may not have the energy to do this yourself, but this is typically when people come, so they, you know, they, they need help. All right. The uh, the other part of people comes in with, uh, you know, just curiosity and wanting to learn and wanting uh, to just sort of explore things, discover things. And then uh, there's the, the third group of people that come in that already have learned a lot, that already know a lot, and they figure out that they the more they know the less they know and uh, they want to go into the deeper layers of it they want to feel you know this this connection with with their soul and not just becoming an effective mm-hmm. human they they don't want just to be successful they want to feel why they're doing this and 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 what prompts them to do things i was just going to say that earlier when you you talked about the the wrong phone number, right? That yeah. And the commitment. I call those things true self-inventions, interventions, <laughs> sorry. This isn't, we all have a prompting that drives us and you, you're absolutely right. It's, it's a matter of volume in our head, okay? This prompting is always there, but if the volume of this inner critic and how, what I should do and how I should, how I'm supposed to be, when that's louder, then this this it, it, true voice inside, it's hard for us to hear it. We get confused. We get lost. But w- once we learn the tools to turn that mm-hmm. volume down, you know, like the, all this outer stuff, this external stuff where we look for solutions on the outside and we try to, we think it's a matter of having and getting and accumulating, we can let that go. Then we begin to hear that inner voice and yeah, depending on how uh, dramatic or how intense the state is that we are in, this can also sometimes express in in real interventions, as in like something made me do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and super mystical, but it's like it's like beyond coincidence. Yeah, we all know this. Yeah, well, let's talk about part two to that because you nailed it. So it only took six months. After I started that, and then what happened with that was three months later, this station you're on now, the local station, happened to have five days a week open at the 10 o'clock spot. We're now on at the 10 and 11 o'clock spot here, but it had the 10 o'clock spot, and I did the same thing. I pulled out a credit card, and there I was. I bought more more airtime. By April 1st of 04, everything you just said, all of the, the the outside influences of what are you doing? Why are you doing it? You just finished a doctorate. You should be working for a corporation. Make it all of that. It only took six months for me to for my immune system to start attacking itself, and nobody could figure mm-hmm. out why. Mm-hmm. I I know what it is now. It's exactly right. what you said. But you, you know, from 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 looking at this, right? 
And, you know, from your from your perspective, Jeff, too, right. this is all part of the conundrum that we have that we call illness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's also part of the very things that you have to go through. You know, if you're committed to a certain letting go process, as you mm-hmm. want to put it, and how you talked about it, where you just made these commitments that sounded crazy, <laughs> but they just felt right. When you when you start to do those things, of course, what happens immediately, it's the same thing when you go into connection work or integration or into connection work or into, uh, you know, going into like meditation or mm-hmm. uh, deep, deep connection work, you start to have the things that are in the way show up. And that creates all kinds of issues in our lives. It can be issues with relationships. It can be issues with work. It can be issues with our body, with our health, with our mind. And those are basically showing up because we said, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to go for this. This feels right. And then just like anything that we would pick up. So like, you know, tomorrow if I'm going to go, you know, decide to become a painter, well, I'm not that good at that. So I'm going to have a <laughs> lot of things to work through. You know, I'm going to have to learn yeah. brushstrokes and all that kind of stuff. And it's not going to look pretty for a long time. But that's okay, because I know it's a process. A lot of times when it comes to our, our, our own healing from within, we shut down too quick because all that noise comes in, like you experienced, like we've yeah. all experienced, where we just like, I can't do this. Yeah. It's too much. you know. And that's the very thing, the reason why it comes uh, up. That's the thing uh, to go for. I got to tell you, you'd think at this point I would be over some of this, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you think at this point I'd be over it because it, I re, this is I want to talk. I, I know that we have like a short period of time left here, but right. I really have to talk to you about one other thing. But before I do, I want to set the stage for it. You would think I would be over this idea of I really can't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I play table tennis, ping pong, um, oh. and I have a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last night I start talking to my coach and telling my coach about how much pain I'm in in my knees, right? Because I am. I'm in pain all the time, pretty much. But I don't feel it, um, except when I think about it. And then I don't think about it much. But here's the deal. I start my lesson like that. You know what he said to me? My my, my coach, no. my Korean coach, mm-hmm. uh, Jin, Jin Lee, Master Jin Lee. Mm-hmm. He looked at me and he says, try. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him. And and he said, just try. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I thought, whoa. Um, but let's talk about that because you talk about absolute surrender mm-hmm. and devotion to your true self. And and I and it sounds so robust for people listening. They're like, whoa, that's deep. But we can break this down into the different aspects of our daily life. Mm-hmm. Can't we do that to do a sanity check on how well we're doing in this area? No? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really, it, you nailed it. It's looking at our daily lives and being honest, like completely honest with ourselves about where we are truthful and where we're honest with ourselves and where we're not. You know, it's a matter of integrity. Um, a lot of times, and Hawkins describes this too, the, the first big step is learning how to become integrous, how to, to be honest with ourselves. Because when we move into honesty with ourselves, you know, then we have a chance actually to see life as it is for the moment. We're not living in denial. We're not living in, in, you know, in dishonesty mm-hmm. or lack of truth. And that creates that potential to go, okay, this is where I'm at. Now I can work from here. Like, you know, you notice like your, your, your coach said, okay, you hurt, but you know, okay, you know where you're at. Now do something about it. Yeah, he actually didn't even acknowledge it. He just said, try. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, it's like, I thought, well, wait a minute. I need to talk a little bit more slowly. 
no, no. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's interesting because the, you could see the pattern of what was going on within me. And, you know, I wonder how often we do something like this and we don't even know it. Right. See, I'm a little bit more aware. I knew I was doing it and, and mm. he wouldn't let me get away with it. You know, the other thing he said, I want you. OK. And this has happened to us time and time again. I'm going through this now about writing a book. So this mm. is not new to me. Right. Right. This has got to be part of my M.O., so to speak, in life, right? I have an incredible ability to persevere. But, you know, it's like it's like Linda says. She scheduled this interview. My producer, she's like, Pat, why don't you just do it? You, why, why do you have to, like, come up with, like, a reason, like, you're not going to be able to do it or you can't? Uh, just do it. Mm -hmm. Come on. Get it done. Mm -hmm. But isn't that what you mean by absolute surrender? Yeah, to a degree it is. Well, it's also just agreeing to take action. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you're you're dealing with uh, hard-seated patterns that everybody has. Um, <laughs> you know, no matter how hard we work to let go or how hard we work to say no to the ego or to challenge it or whatever, it's part of our brain. We cannot get rid of it. If you try to get rid of your brain stem, you're not going to last very long. You know, about <laughs> two seconds. So it's it's not going to be. It's not possible to get rid of it. But like you like you've developed through your own work and also through finding really cool people to work with to have that extra boost when you need it to say you know what I'm going to do this no matter what yeah and that's that's the challenge a lot of people can't get to that point it's, I mean so, so surrender always scares people yeah, eh? exactly um, I like I like calling it trust yeah. all right so what, yeah. what what you were talking about, right, sort of yeah. the power of what you hold in mind the yeah. ego mind you know and how that can the the fear of the pain that was what you had with your knees right mm -hmm. you were afraid of the pain that you might have all right or the 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 pain of the fear okay which often goes hand in hand which is the, like this anticipation and uncertainty and so forth the, the worry and the anxiety and you know your coach's answer try is profound because there you know he was basically motivating you to explore to discover regardless you know, so what it really is that we all need here as humans, as as these souls and the body, is the skill set to discern, all yeah. right, to discern yeah. truth, to discern whether we are just listening to the piece in us that is afraid or that is guilty or shameful or hurt or whatever, or whether we are listening to a part of us mm -hmm. that, well, I, I don't mean it the way uh, I'm going to say it, but it's the simplest way of expressing it, that mm -hmm. stands above it, that can mm -hmm. bypass it. So big, big part of what we help people with and what we teach is techniques to bypass the ego mind. Like Jeff said, you, do, you have to learn to live mm -hmm. with this fear and this pain duality. All right, we all have that. That there is no way to stop your your mind from thinking, but what you can do is you can learn, you know, to turn the volume down of all this like fear and pain babble, right? Because that's always going to be there. All right, and focus on okay. So what is my true motivation? What? Do, why? Why am I even playing? Ping pong, yeah. table tennis, right? Why am I even doing this? What do? I, what am I getting out of this, right? What does it help me do? What comes? What's beyond that, right? So, so many people have problems with, you know, meditating or taking a nap or, or resting or not doing, you know, even for just for ten or twenty minutes in their life because they think it's inefficient. Well, we show people how, uh, you know, mindfulness techniques and taking ten or twenty or thirty minutes out of your day where it appears like 
ineffective because you're not doing, you know, you're not running around or, you know, but where this can make everything else that you do afterwards a lot more efficient. So maybe yeah. for you, you know, the, the, what, the, the way I interpret your coach's answer is see how far you get, see what you run into, okay? Navigate through this, all right? Sometimes, you know, this is a big issue, Pat, with a lot of people that have had a lot of trauma in their life. The, the, the pain thresholds is so high that they're accepting you know, unhealthy amounts of pain. Yeah, so I agree with you. And and that you just nailed it. You know, the people that know me, and I, I want to really get to what you just said. But look, I think, you know, for me, somebody like me, you know, my mother committed suicide when I was six, I was homeless at 17. And there's a there's more to the story. But I learned about that threshold. The thing that I also learned is what you both talk about. And I think we're talking about it here, but I want to put a name to it. And I think you call it strengthening the voice of our heart. Mm -hmm. And that part, along with trust to me, those two, right, they're, they're like twins to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that place where my heart knew that I was not meant to go back and be a corporate executive. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was meant to be at the time, but I knew it wasn't that. <laughs> right. I knew it was we all share this with you. This is a, right. this is a real difficult time in life when you feel that because you really oh. feel like you don't belong, but you have right. no clue, and you think it's a mistake, no and, and everybody else tells you, "Oh my God, how could you not? You know, this is what you did. This is what you went <laughs> to school for. This is what do you know? You sacrificed so much, blah 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 blah." And you're like, "Well, sorry, but I just don't feel like it." <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. And, and wait a minute! Don't forget the amount of money you're going to get paid mm -hmm. for that yes. job. Right. Yeah. And the bonuses and the car and the, and I'm like, oh, no. But this is really back to let's I know we've got a few minutes left. I want to really stay with trusting that inner guidance for a moment, mm -hmm. because I don't know that we speak about it enough. You know, it's interesting. I was interviewed not too long ago and they asked me a question. They said, Pat, what do you think? One word. Just pick one word that people are going to have to fully understand and embody for 20, for, for the next decade. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought I was going to pick something really profound, like trust and, you know. I said, no, discernment. That's mm -hmm. the word for, mm -hmm. for the next decade. And the person that was interviewed me was so disappointed. <laughs> he was so disappointed that, I hadn't heard of that word mentioned until you just mentioned it now. But I do think it's the word. And the reason I think it's the word, because along with trusting our inner guidance, I think there's a part of this that we have to understand what what is going to be part of our pathway and what is not. And maybe you have another word. But don't you think that trust is an integral part of this journey? Absolutely. Yes, it's it's vital because you're basically typically when you go into the heart, you know, you're you're going into a bit of an unknown character or territory at first, like we both have talked about, you know. And when you look at and uh, you know using uh, discernment versus judgment, discernment comes from that voice inside that says this feels right, this does not feel right. And the more rarefied you get to your own truth and your own trust within yourself, the more uh, specific that voice becomes. Because now you're going by how it feels to you and also based upon your inner truth. Mm. So it's vital. 
but trust is the most important thing because that by going there, you begin to build that bridge even stronger to the heart. Mm. Well, let me thank Yona. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for today. I I, I want to make sure uh, I want to ask you one last question and please let folks know about all the different ways that they can work with you, find out more about you and get to hear more about you. Yona, I want to start with you and this is it. Please give out your website. But I would love to know what's your personal message for us today? I'd love to know from each of you what that is, what you'd like to leave us with. And again, thank you so much. I really want people to believe in themselves, you know, and uh, this has to, uh, this doesn't necessarily have anything to do with spiritual belief or faith. This is uh, more of a, um, you know, sort of inner feeling that tells you that there's a reason why you're here and you have the right to be here and you belong here, okay? I know that the biggest issue for us is to find this place and to to inhabit that, that place and to defend that place and all this is the resilience that we have to build. But I want you to know, speaking to the audience, that there's a reason why you're here and you belong here and you have that space. You need to claim that and embody that. That's the way you do it. Thank you. Jeff, how about you? That pretty much nailed it, but I would just say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Know that it's there. You know, thank you so much for, of course, the, the time and everything, but know that that space is there, that it's possible, that it can be found, and everyone has a right to it. It's built in. Just like our, our ego is, so is that connection. But we have to exercise it. We have to get into it. We have to build it. And learn the skill set to decide. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's my version of what you just said is I'd like to help people not step into the into the potholes that I've stepped (laughs) in my life. You know what I'm saying? But I want to make sure everybody has your website, trans, T-R-A-N-S, codes, C-O-D-E-S dot com. And there they can get on our social media and your YouTube. Now, when's your radio show? When do you do that? We don't record it. It's not live. We have okay. a, a, a weekly uh, live Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Uh, but the uh, uh, radio show we record and then we okay. air it. It's on Lip Sync. It's on OuterLimitsRadio.com uh, okay. and on our YouTube channel as well. Yes. Okay. And so people can follow you on Facebook so they can uh, participate in a live show that there. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Every Thursday, 12 p.m., you know, call in, uh, talking about current energies, how it feels like for us, you know, the, the, the energetic sensations, feelings, and stuff that is going on inside of us, and what uh, uh, sort of the, the, the best ways are to energetically deal with this, to increase your, your, your energetic immune system so that you don't fall for, that you don't fall in the potholes, you know, that you don't get pulled mm-hmm. into this energetic stress that then yep. you know, leads to you becoming susceptible to whatever it is that's coming. It's just like germs. Energy is always there. You know, germs are always there. Just because we can't see them doesn't mean they're not there. But once we're under the effect of them, we know that they're there. And yeah. That's yeah. what we can learn here. You know, yeah, to, you to, guys really say it all. And and here's what I love about this. This is this is really what I tapped into for those of you, and this is the way I want to like leave this for everybody. Everything is energy. Everything can change. Everything can heal. And so when you take a look at this, folks, when you go to the website, this is about exploring the deeper aspects of consciousness, energy, and self-healing. But here's what I've come to know about my guest today. So that we can live 
in a very practical, everyday world. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.